0: So, we're out here looking for clues?
1: That's what we are doing.
0: Even though we don't know what those clues look like. Simone.
1: I'll know them when I see them. They might be scratches on trees, or in the dirt, or something. Something that doesn't look normal. Simone. What?
0: We should just go to Bourbon or something.
1: Bourbon is awful.
0: We can do more research tomorrow.
1: My father doesn't get the night off, Baker. He gets to keep getting worse.
0: I would be more on board if I actually knew what we were looking for.
1: Something strange.
0: Did you hear that?
1: Did I hear what? Baker, if this is your way of making me turn back...
0: I swear to God. We have to run.
1: Run? Where are you going? Run!
2: You are listening to the Call of the Void. Stay tuned, stay sane.
3: Here you go, Simone. It's coffee. Uh, Careful, it's hot.
1: Simple. It scratches or in the dirt. When it's simple. Uh, This will help. When it's not run. You need to run. Just
3: focus on the coffee right
2: now.
1: Hey, do you need anything?
3: I'm fine.
2: I've never seen that happen so fast before.
3: Maybe she was really exposed to it.
2: Or it's getting stronger.
3: Do we even know what it is? This thing?
2: What do you mean, thing?
3: The thing. The void. Whatever these people keep talking about.
2: So, once again, we're believing some insane murder story about a god from another dimension? Walt Rogers was deranged. He locked us in a house, put on a ski mask, and tried to kill us.
3: Something is happening to these people.
2: We have absolutely no reason to believe his story.
3: What about something chemical, then? Something, something toxic that was at the lab? A shipment that went wrong?
2: I don't think chemicals would do this to a person.
3: It makes more sense than a void creature. Something in the woods, haunting people. What was that? I don't know.
2: Was that a normal sound for this house, like the air conditioner or something? No. Something else might be here.
3: It's coming from downstairs. There's a softball bat in the closet. In the back. Okay.
2: we just go downstairs.
3: Right. It's coming from the living room? Okay.
2: In the closet. 1 2 Ah!
3: What are you doing here? This is my dad's house. Why are you hiding in a closet? I don't I just I don't know. Don't hit me. We're not going to hit you. The boyfriend? That's him. What happened to Simone? Were you with her? Yes. We need to know what happened. This is very serious. We were in a swamp. What swamp? The
0: Savage. Somewhere up there. She said you told her to go looking for something uh, about two blind people that went missing.
2: Did you find anything?
0: We were looking for something, but she wasn't telling me what it was. Scratches on the ground... She didn't give me a lot of details, but we didn't find it. We found something else. What did you find? I don't know. It it felt really cold, and then we ran. But when I looked back, she wasn't there. She just wasn't there. So I called, I, I looked for her, but when I finally found her again, she was weird. Weird? How? She said she saw something. Something in the swamp. It saw her, and she had to tell you about it. She wasn't making any sense. What did she see? A thing. She kept calling it a thing. Maybe she hit her head? Then what happened? We drove home, but she wasn't making any sense. She said she needed a a pencil or a pen, something to write with so she could write you a message. Me. She said that.
3: She wanted to write me a message. That's
0: what she said. She said she was going blind, but she needed to let you know what she saw, and then she did. She went blind, and... I got really
3: scared, man. That's why you came down here.
0: I heard you guys come in, so I hid. I I thought it was coming back, or... I, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. She freaked me out. There's something wrong with her. We know. We were just walking around. I don't want to go back there.
2: You're not going to go back, but we need to know where you were.
0: I don't know. A mile in or something. You're sure? I think so.
3: You should have stayed with her.
0: We were running. It was dark. I told her we had to turn back, but she was really driven. I. She didn't want to stop looking.
2: I'll get him a glass of water. Sure. How is she doing? Fine.
3: Did, uh, Baker go home?
2: Yeah. He had a bad day. He's just trying to make sense of everything right now. I would be too. How are you doing?
3: I can't lose her, Etsy. I know. When we, um... There's this time when we were kids. She would get picked on at school because she was so smart. There were these, uh... These guys, they would try to steal her stuff, like her backpack, and and she hated them. She hated them so much. And I told her I, I wouldn't let that happen to her, because I'm her older brother, and that's what I'm supposed to do.
2: Topher, you're not alone. Yeah. I need you to know that. Hey, um... So, it's getting kind of late, and... What time is it? Uh, past two. That is late? I was thinking... Are you heading home? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think so.
3: Okay. I'll see you tomorrow or something. Yeah. It's <laughs> <sighs> Scratches hey. on
1: trees. Or I'll know when I see them.
3: Hey, uh, calm down. Just...
1: They might be scratches on trees or in the dirt.
3: Just breathe, okay? Just breathe. Breathe in.
1: If, if this is your breathe way to the other side of the room, back, okay. back or in the dirt, or I'll know when I see them. Simone. Wait, <sighs> what? They might be scratches on trees. Look. What is that? They might be scratches on trees or in the dirt.
3: Scratches on trees or in the dirt. Scratches on trees or in the dirt, like Dad. She's writing something, like, like my dad.
1: Shit. They might be scratches on trees or in the dirt.
3: It looks like what my dad was writing. Could you read it? You said you could read it before. Etsy.
2: She wrote what your dad wrote. Right. No, she wrote exactly what your dad wrote. Awakened from darkness, void of night, life itself to bend and be still.
3: Why would she write that? I don't know. Yes, you do. You said it's some kind of code or something, from from the lab? That's what you said. I need to know, Etsy.
2: It's not from the lab. What does that mean? When I was a kid, I kept a stupid journal. I'd write poetry and letters and stories, and I would write them in this language I made up. I, I made up this language, and... I don't know, it, it was just this language I wrote. I, I haven't used it in years, and... I didn't tell anyone about it, but... They are writing in my language. Your dad, Marcus, Simone. They're all writing in my language. Are you going to say something?
3: Why would they write in your language? I don't know. You are way more connected to this than you're saying.
2: I don't know, I swear. I don't know, Topher. That's the truth. That's the truth.
3: You didn't do anything to them? No. You don't know what happened? I don't. And I just go along with that? I don't know. Good night, Etsy. Hey, Dad. It costs a lot of money to keep you here, so I hope you're enjoying it. I've never wanted to know what's inside your head more than than right now. Simone's fighting like you. You're both so strong. I don't know why that skipped me and went to her, but I guess I'll have to make up for it. I'm afraid of losing more. I don't think, uh, I'm not sure I can can handle losing more, so I wish being brave was a sprint, just a moment of being brave, but it's not. It's a fantasy epic, it's endurance, and it's all these little decisions over and over again, and it's really hard. You knew all about that. I'm going to have the nurses make sure you're comfortable. How was your night? Fine. How's Simone? She's still talking, so that's good.
2: That's good. It's raining. Kinda hard. Do you want to come in? Yeah. How's your dad?
3: He's worse. We can't afford to have two rooms at the psych ward place, so... I'm going back and forth to make sure they're both okay.
2: That sounds exhausting.
3: I understand that you can't tell me everything, but I need to be able to trust you. You can trust me. I just can't handle losing anything else. Not right now. I know. So, please don't hurt me. Okay. If we knew where this happened to her, I think then we would stand a chance of solving this thing. Probably. The best lead is the Bayou? I'm going to go look into it today.
2: I could make that work?
3: If you say you're in.
2: There's a chance we actually encounter something out there. I know. So we might want to plan for that.
3: If it's chemical, then we get a sample back to a lab or something.
2: And if it's not?
3: Then we figure out how to kill it. If we take Chef Mincher Highway, that'll get us close to where Simone and Baker were. We'll still have to hike some.
2: It's a bummer I only brought my high heels. That was a joke? Apparently not. I've been feeling something in the last few days. Anxious, I guess. It's like when a hurricane is coming and it gets... Really quiet.
3: Or probably just sleep deprived.
2: You feel it too? Yeah. I'm really sorry about your dad.
3: Did you ever know your dad?
2: No. My mom said he, um. He was a car accident, a highway pileup. Very sudden. There were 12 cars in the crash. He wasn't the only one that died that day. You researched it? Sometimes I can't get the pictures out of my head. I'm so sorry. Wrong place, wrong time. And then my mom died when I was 14, so.
3: It wasn't your fault. However, she
2: died. Sometimes I think that if I could just do one good thing, one good thing in my life, one goddamn good thing.
3: I don't think it's as bad as you think.
2: Doesn't matter what I think, it matters what it is.
3: <laughs> you know those scenes in movies when characters get really close before they die? I hate that. Completely unrealistic.
2: Yeah. It smells like a bayou. Have you ever been up here before?
3: Just once. It was hot.
2: Pretty sure it's the muggiest place on earth. Yeah.
3: At least it stopped raining.
2: Always with the optimism.
3: It's a coping mechanism. I was uh I was in the eye of a hurricane once. It feels a little bit like this.
2: A false calm. Right. It's almost like an echo of a storm.
3: So, according to Baker, we should be moving forward into the swamp about a mile approximately. Great. Does it seem quieter to you? What? Everything.
2: That would explain the growing dread. You're scared? I am, yeah.
3: Nothing like following unnatural silence into the void.
2: There's nothing out here.
3: Kind of feels like the bus stop.
2: Yeah. Topher. I hear them too. Are those drums?
3: I think so. I didn't realize until this moment, but you never want to hear drums at night in a swamp. That's never okay.
2: Your call. We could go back.
3: Let's go forward. Slowly. I think, uh, I think we'll be able to see them from the top of the ravine. We'll have to stay low. Oh my
0: god this glorious night, in this glorious night, we gather before
3: you, great one. Is that a
2: cult? If that's not a cult, I don't know what is. Are they satanic? I, I don't think it's that simple. We
0: gather as a people ready and willing to serve you. We swear. Swear. swear our blood to you. We swear. Swear. swear our
3: breath to you, we swear, swear our life to you. Oh my god.
2: Okay, okay. What are we thinking? We could still go back. Yeah. There's something there. In the darkness. Do you see it?
3: Uh, maybe we turn back. Etsy? <laughs> Etsy, what, what are you doing? We, we have to stay low. We have to... we will see you. Etsy! Oh, my God. Etsy, you have to step out of it, okay? Look at me. Snap. Out. Off. Oh.
2: Thank you for listening to The Call of the Void. This episode was written and produced by Michael Allen Herman and Josie Eli Lepchinsky. This episode stars Matt DeLisle, Amanda Buckhalter, Michael Allen Herman, Josie Eli Lepchinski, and Dan Johnson. The Plymouth Community Arts Council is a proud sponsor of the Call of the Void. Our 774 North Sheldon campus in Plymouth, Michigan is dedicated to the visual and performing arts, hosting monthly exhibits and providing spaces to create your own extraordinary. Visit www. PlymouthArts.com for programming and inspiration. We've been all about the arts since 1969. Special thanks to our current donors, Adam Davies, Ken Hansen, Christine Herman, Deb Jackson, Jack Malak, Elise Paquin, Jason Such, and Jeff Winham. The Call of the Void is an independent audio drama and we rely entirely on donations to keep us going. If you have the means and would like to help, please consider donating to our show on our website at acornartsandentertainment.com the void. You can also help us by leaving a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. A single review goes a long way in helping us find new listeners. For more details, please visit our social media on Instagram or Facebook at the Call of the Void Podcast or Twitter at the Call of the Void P. We'll be back next week to continue the pure science fiction delight of the Call of the Void. Stay tuned, stay sane.